Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Galactic Driftwood. I'm Bill. I'm Seth. I'm Jenna. I'm John. And for our wonderful guest today, we have Benito Garcia, a local legend and uh, special effects expert. Thank you. (laughs) For this lovely After Dark episode, which we're going to discuss scary stories to tell in the dark and uh, numerous other fun stuff. This is water. (laughs) And you're a dirty liar. Also, mine is too. (laughs) You can't prove anything. No one can prove anything. Before we start, I want to know why I didn't win the Ocon costume contest. How dare you, yeah. sir? Were you what the? You, uh, you were the Zoltan. Zoltan. I um, know. I know. I didn't. I didn't make the costume. So yeah, exactly. that's that it, had a lot to do a with big it. Deal, but, yeah. It was a wonderful year for cosplay, though. Yeah. It, and we, yeah, it gets better every year. As judges, we got paid off very well. So, <laughs> so <laughs> people, or paid. Now you'll paid know. off or paid off. I mean, mm. <laughs> a lot of people go to. Right. Incredible no, uh, so anyone who may not know this, uh, Benito yeah. has also been a cosplay contest judge for Ocon. Mm-hmm. So that was very fun. Excellent. You seem to enjoy it a lot. and Yeah, we were supposed to do it last year too, but um, we really we wanted to have so many people come to our booth and do some makeup demos and, and some things that we just mm-hmm. didn't want. When you do that, you're gone for a majority yeah, right. of the day mm-hmm. being a judge. Mm-hmm. And so after I agreed to do the whole thing, I kind of backed out of the judging part and said, you know, I'm realizing now that I'm going to have to be at the booth all day, so. Right. It, it wasn't the day of. I gave him plenty of time to find someone else, but I just right. kind of knew that it wasn't yeah. going to work for me to be away it from the booth. It was a very time-consuming thing. Yeah, so. Yeah. What has been the best part about being a cosplay judge for you? Like, what do you enjoy most about that? Or is it, like, a lot of pressure because you know you're going to have to break some hearts? No, that, you know, in the beginning, I really thought that's what it was going to be and that's what was going to happen. I was extremely nervous about hurting people's feelings because I know how much time and how much effort they put into sure. a cosplay. Um, but, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's actually hearing somebody describe what they've done and mm-hmm. their love and their passion for, mm-hmm. that's really the most fun is when they get to come in and they get, you know, five minutes to describe, which is not a lot of time yeah. if you've spent two years working on your cosplay. Right. Maybe but, some uh, of them have, yeah. Yeah, easily. We did have a couple come through that it's been a couple of years and then they document it through pictures and videos. Mm-hmm. And so we get to see step by step. Now, other being a cosplay contest judge, uh, would you tell us a little bit about what you've done and how long and uh, where your passions are? Wow. Because, I mean, obviously, yeah, I know <laughs> there is. Maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe we, we should actually, like, show, like... This amazing book yes. that you've written. Like, isn't it, I think it's safe to say, the first of its kind, really? Well, it is... To this level? It is when you are... When you're in... What am I trying to say? It is when it's... Specifically designed you for special effects. You would be a great effects. hand model, Jenna. Oh. You really would. You just have the whole thing happening. When it's designed for special effects, yes, it's the first of its kind. Because as a special effects artist, you're constantly looking for these images, but you're looking for them on the internet. Before the internet, you were you were digging through medical books mm-hmm. and forensics books, and those things are super, super expensive. And not every library carries what sure. you need. And so in the beginning, it was really tough 
you know, to do those things. And then the internet comes along and you think it's going to be easier because mm-hmm. now you have access to everything. Mm-hmm. But that's the problem is you have access to everything. So if you, if you, and it happened to me a million times, that's why the book came out, was if I was going to do a bullet hole, mm-hmm. type in bullet hole injury, type in image, well, then you get, you get that. But then you get yeah. a million things that aren't that. It's oh, just sure. doing, you know, that word association, mm-hmm. scrolling through, you know, 99% of the things you didn't need, looking for that 1% you did. So, so, for, so for the book you did, most of the images, did you find them on the internet or how did you, where did you no, collect them all from? that's a great question too. Um, I'll tell you the easy part, or the first part that's the, the, the easy answer. Uh, uh, photo warehouses. Okay. So they charge per image, and they're yeah. very expensive. Some of them range from fifty dollars to a, a picture, to some of them are two hundred fifty to three hundred dollars for one image. Wow. Uh, so really quick, uh, for the people who didn't get to, who are listening on audio, the book is titled uh, "Special Effects Guide of Real Human Wounds and Injuries." Uh, by Benito Garcia, and you can find it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and anywhere else. Yeah, any bookstore you go into, you can still order it for you. Um, but the second part of that answer is really fun. Uh, when I first had the idea to make the book, uh, I just reached out on Facebook, mm-hmm. kind of just sort of a, a brief summary of what I wanted to do, and I said, hey, if anybody's out, if anybody out there has really kind of gnarly wounds or injuries, mm-hmm. and you want to share your story and the images, you know, if you're willing to release the photos to me, I'll put them in the book give you a special uh, nod and uh i actually said on my post please send them to me in uh messenger oh well everybody ignored that part but what's cool is everybody's got one like i'd get yeah. a little scratch yeah and then i just get the most gnarly just crazy injury on the planet wow. and, again, and again yeah my facebook page was just Completely full of yeah, these yeah. horrible, horrible, <laughs> rotten, grody, slimy, bloody images. I mean, for but most, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, for most people that would be not safe for work, but uh, yeah. for you that's exactly safe for work. <laughs> yeah. This is what we're looking for. My messenger every day is very crazy. Now, were there? Any I should images, be red flagged for sure. Yeah. Were, <laughs> were there any images that were so bad you wouldn't use them in the book? Oh, not no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, just well, really the more the more. Violent. Yeah. Is that the word I'm looking for? More graphic? Graphic. That's the word yeah. I'm looking for. More graphic, the better. Huh. Really getting into the meat and potatoes of the human body. So mm. how long have you been doing special effects work and what what who's your inspiration or was there a movie? What drove you, started, you down yeah. that road? Those are all great questions. So let's see. I've been doing special effects since I was thirteen, twelve or thirteen nice. years really? old. Really? Wow. Right. And I'm forty nine now, so whatever the math is. Yeah. Forever. Um <laughs> Me and my brother, the best time of the year was Halloween. Yeah. Because you could get the stuff. If it's not Halloween, you can't get makeup and fake blood and all those things. So you have to make it yourself and figure out how to do it. But my brother and I, our favorite thing to do would be, we would make fake blood out of, uh, and don't do this at home. It's a horrible idea. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It was black cherry Kool-Aid. Right now, people are looking for that. Black cherry Kool-Aid, Hershey's chocolate, uh, the powder. Uh, Mm. uh, Mix it with a little water. Oh, wow. And it just makes this crazy, really dark, really good-looking blood. The problem is it stains Sounds everything. Too. Oh. It stains everything. <laughs> I, it stains I, I, your hands and your oh. clothes and whatever it lands on. Yeah. So basically, your parents had to replace a lot of carpet. It was a lot of things. <laughs> and a lot of food because we would blow through all the stuff. Yeah. But anyway, so we'd 
splash blood all over ourselves, and then we'd wait till a car would come down the street, and we'd roll out into the middle of the street like we were fighting, kicking <laughs> the crap out of each other. Awesome. The idea was to get the car to stop. Right, right. As soon as the car would stop, and they would get to get out of their car, we'd jump off and jump up. And <laughs> we used, we'd spend all day doing that. So fun. That's amazing. But uh, yeah, in my idol at the time, and I didn't know it because that leads back to the movie question. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie was Day of the Dead, 1984. <gasps> yeah. And that really let me know, kind of charged me up to, hey, you can do this for a living. I didn't. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And I started reading Fangoria about that same yeah. time. So then I started to understand Dick Smith and, you know, all the greats. Uh, but Tom Savini stuck out in my mind because of Day of the Dead. Yeah. And then so I sort of idolized the guy from that point on. He actually wrote a section in the book. Ooh. So that was super cool. Fun. And that's what I've appreciated for you because i i have loved horror movies i god forever i can't even remember my first horror movie i I know for a fact tales from the crypt Mm -hmm. like watching that when i was real young with my mom after Mm -hmm. dark like that was the thing (laughs) um and and i loved poltergeist that was another early exposure i mean it really is but uh watching you in your conferences on Facebook meet your heroes and who are actually my heroes too for the work that they've done. Mm-hmm. I mean American Werewolf in Paris or London. London. Sorry, London. I look we won't talk about Paris. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that second one. Do I know because the second one uh, actually is a perfect example of people being too dependent on computer animation nah. versus puppeteering. Mm-hmm. But American Werewolf in London, like what they the artistry of that. Mm-hmm. I just, I was so excited for you. Yeah, Rick Baker is amazing. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, so, yeah, thanks. It's been a blast. I've really got to meet a lot of cool, fun people. And, you know, I'm talking, and everybody's just, they're just normal. They're just regular people you start to find out as you get older and you're able to contact these people and talk to them. And they're just as jazzed about it as I am. They're yeah. Every, like yeah. doing what they do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Basically nerds, but in their own way. Exactly. Core nerds, I guess you could say. Yeah. What's uh, what's been your favorite project you've worked on? Oh man, my favorite. It's kind of a two-part question. My favorite project project I worked on that got the best response was one of my own projects, but I'll toot my horn in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> one of the uh, one of the other projects I've had two that were features that were big, big budget, and they took a long time to shoot. One was Isabel, mm. which I think might be on Amazon right now. I think it might be under the eyes of Isabel. That took four years to shoot. And then the other one is a movie called Indoor, okay. and that was shot here local too. But hey. uh, uh, Isabel took four years. They went through, uh, there's the mass killer, and yeah. it's a girl, it's a female. They went through four different, four different actresses. And oh, this wow. Was a, this was a deal where they didn't have all the money at once to shoot it, and so they just sort of spread it out. And people's hair length changes. Oh, God. <laughs> Sometimes they have two gauges, and then the next time they've got you know, some earrings here, and then they don't. And <laughs> one girl would change her hair color, so then she's wearing a wig in front of me. Yeah. So it sounds it sounds goofy, but yeah. the amount of blood and gore and just fun that we got to have yeah. really <laughs> made it a lot of fun. So oh. very uh, gallons and gallons. I can't even tell you how much blood. It was always more blood. <laughs> more blood. A, a now, Japanese anime's amount of blood. Yeah, <laughs> and then add some. Now, do you have your own custom recipe that you use nowadays for blood? Um, for a long time, for a long time, I did mix my own. It was nothing custom. It was online. Yeah, you, know, you can find it anywhere. And then I found a company that had, it's a powder concentrate. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I'll try it. Super expensive, but like it makes, it's one little container. I don't know how big to describe it as. Um, not very big. Um, 
it would make like seven gallons of blood out of just this powder. Hmm. And I well, say it's super expensive. It's home not. sized cup of. Yeah, I wish I could, maybe half half a cup. Okay. But I mean, that probably is nice for consistency. It is. But you have to add some things to it depending upon what you want to do. We worked on one film. We had seven different kinds of blood. Mm-hmm. We needed daytime blood, nighttime blood. So there's we a need difference that. between. What's the difference? Yeah. yeah. Well, it depends on how it shows up on film. Oh. Your lighting completely changes how your blood looks. Um, oh. If they're using red filters, your blood almost becomes clear. So oh, you have wow. To figure out, you have to make your blood almost black. Yeah. Wow. Um, there's sticky blood. There's blood that will flow, but but stick. I'm trying, I don't know if that, if I'm no. explaining that right. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes some of the bloods that you make, if you use them on a person or a, a knife or an axe, it beads up. Mm-hmm. So the idea is you have to figure out how to break the surface tension of the liquid so that it flattens out. Uh, and so there's bloods like that have to work that particular way. Depends on where the injury happens. Um, some bloods are brighter than other. Arterial yeah. blood is different mm-hmm. than like uh, even blood that from your stomach, like your liver really? or your yeah. Huh. Oh my gosh, it was just. But we learned a lot. That was a good project. <laughs> we learned a lot about blood. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds really interesting. Yeah. Now, do, now, in addition to the wounds, so do you also study stuff like, I know there's a whole science around blood splatter patterns and things like there that. There is. And we were talking earlier upstairs about, if you watch a movie, how it really sort of gets ruined yeah. once you're in the, in the business I'm in. And blood splatter is a big pet peeve to me. You can uh, tell when somebody has a ketchup bottle. Yeah. And they just go, no. and they go across the top of the wall and then it ran down. and uh-huh. It just drives me crazy. So <laughs> if so, if something is a cast off or something from a weapon, then we just dip the weapon in it. and You know, we do the actual oh, cool. cast offs and we, we figure out how, how things work correctly. Because I hear like the most uh, misrepresented wound is like the neck being slit. Like everyone always makes it look like it's some slow drip coming down the neck, mm-hmm. but it's actually because of the pressure of the heart, mm-hmm. it would shoot out 20 feet. It comes out pretty far. Yeah. Yeah. And it continues with your heart. It continues <laughs> and it can go, I mean, it starts to get shorter. Yeah. Obviously, but <laughs> those first few squirts. Do these end up in your feed too? This is the kind of stuff that pops up on your, on your wall? It is. I get a lot of, uh, yeah, it's a lot of things with blood. I get things that are, uh, like I got to cut somebody's head off. Uh-huh. I need some, you know, tips or, it's just the weirdest things come in there. And it's, uh, now I can't think of anything on top of my head, but it, a lot of them are, hey, you know, I need a bunch of blood. Well, you ever see one that's like, hey, you should be going to the hospital rather than posting this to <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh you're you talking mean in real world? Yeah, 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 real. Oh. <laughs> no, well, sometimes. <laughs> I still get some from time to time that, that somebody will say, hey, I was thinking about you, and they'll send you <laughs> a chopped off arm or something. Oh, dear God. I mean. I wanted to show you something you'd never seen before. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I hate to disappoint you, but. but people are thinking about me sending me pen sets. It's like, it's like I don't know. It's That's like, funny. I used to work EMS a long time ago, too. Uh, oh, wow. I was an inter- interior firefighter. I worked EMS. Oh, wow. I was a sheriff's deputy for a while. Huh. So I've seen a lot of really... Real. Real stuff. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know if that... Although I got... Like, I'll tell you some stuff about the book that made me queasy, but for the most part... I mean, the first time you see your first dead body, it gets you, but then your 16th dead body is like... Yeah. It's just a dead guy later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, right. or somebody's eyeball's hanging out. You're like, oh, yeah. another eyeball hanging out of someone's head. Right. But in the beginning, it's definitely... Yeah. It takes you aback. Right. So yeah. So making a book wasn't too bad. I yeah. remember watching uh, one of those uh, uh, beheading videos. Oh, 
Uh, oh, like a like a real one? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, it happened. You, uh, I can't remember who the guy was. But Probably a journalist, because that seems it. to be generally what they do. Yeah, this was a guy that had been held for a while. and can't remember. Anyway, we watched it at work. And, uh, yeah, it was... Bill's right. work stories. <laughs> <laughs> You're just bringing the whole thing down here now. And but it sticks with you. It does. I, oh, watch, I mean, I... I, I watched thought one about and, that for weeks. Yeah, and I still think about the one I watched. Yeah, and and it sticks with you. I so I don't watch them anymore. Yeah. one's enough. One and done. Yeah, yeah. but right. I was like, okay, I can watch this. You know, whatever. Look at the business on it. Was it the quick this is like, clean oh. cut? Or I know. It's never a quick clean cut. A few times to get through. Well, that. they were sawing. Yeah, to get but back in the day, it was never a clean cut. Everyone mm-hmm. hears guillotine and they think, oh, that was quick. No, no. they sometimes they often because they would do so many. The blade they, would dull. It was dull, so do they it. would have to like reload oh, and no. go like yeah, several times, times on a person. Galactic Driftwood, we talk about fun stuff. Hey, Galactic Driftwood after dark. I feel that's, that's kind funny. of just rude. It's like, if you can't but, cut my head off clean, you know, maybe. But it's it's yeah. funny, like we're. Yeah, so you should it, wear a, like a little bracelet yeah, that says yeah, that. Life of work. But I think what's interesting about this is it kind of shows the softness of a first world country. Because, I mean, you think there's a lot of third world countries like the Congo or, you know, where they have child soldiers. This is still kind of a common thing. Mm -hmm. We're back in the medieval age. Um, So I went to a talk today that was about the railroad going into Native America, construction Mm -hmm. as conquest. And, you know, you're talking about settlers and vigilante groups in California who murder hundreds of Native Americans, mostly women and children. Mm -hmm. And this is a very comfortable thing for them. Yeah. Like the, the exposure to death and, and mm-hmm. all that well, stuff. And when you think about it, in those countries, they are not as divorced from the whole food thing that we are. I mean, we go to the store and we People buy is nice food? Th- well, no. I'm oh, saying, oh, oh, the process like, of food. You know, killing yeah. the animals oh, yeah. to make your food, right? Yeah. Whereas here, we're divorced mm-hmm. from that whole process. We go to a... Right. Aseptic, super clean supermarket. And we buy it all prepackaged, mm-hmm. and we don't see the slaughter, we don't see the True. blood, we don't see any of that. You don't hear the animal noises they make right. before they go down. Right. Whereas in other countries, that's just that's how yeah, you it's eat. life. Right. They don't even they don't even bat an eye. Don't right. even think about it. Yeah, you're right. right. I know why the For, the army killed all the buffalo. It's to drive the Native Americans to the reservations. But mm-hmm. it's like they were aware of the food chain. But you're right. Now we are separated from the food chain. We right. We don't. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why, like, if shit goes down and the super volcano blows in Yellowstone, if you survive, there's going to be a lot of things yeah. people who don't have no idea how to no live. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If Sharknado actually ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> Those are great. Yeah. They are great. Although I just saw the Meg, too, or parts of it, and I was like, that's fun. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> but, well, so movies, that gets us into our may or one of our main topics for tonight which is scary stories to tell in the dark which i think anyone who's in our age group uh you remember definitely if nothing else the illustrations of this graphic book that was a collection of folk tales and ghost stories and things like that yeah i got the book right here hand model jenna hand model um but yeah because um and it was funny, you have to appreciate the people who were terrified who still stood up and say, because I guess there was a 2017 uh, anniversary edition, and they used a different artist work of it that was softer, more child-friendly, and oh, there was an uproar. Gross. Yeah. There, I know, right? 
How dare you, sir? Respect the source material. Exactly. That was traumatizing to me. It should be traumatizing to the kids today. (laughs) I want you to scare my kids. Yeah. I know. Um, And that's kind of what the the quote was, because the Library and Association of America stood behind this book. Because I think people who were children during the 90s or, or teenagers remember the controversy and like, yeah. People talking about it being a terrible book. Well, it's the Library Association of America stood behind it and said, yeah, there might be murder. There might be cannibalism. There might be difficult topics, but it's aimed at middle school kids, and it puts a face to the things that you're scared of. Also, welcome to your history books. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's you're what right. was so cool. Like, um, there are citations where the author, it, it took a year to write each book, because it's a trilogy, for the author to, to write and... Um, Research the folk stories. The folk stories, yeah, and and because it's from all over the country, mm-hmm. I mean that was what was cool because it's not just the folk stories but also the music, which they did feature in the movie too. And it's just stories from the U.S. Then, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, admission time. Okay. I was not brave enough to read these books in middle school. <gasps> you were aware of them. I was aware of them. I saw. I saw the images on the cover, and I was just—I just noped straight out of that. I was like, no, no, I'm now, good. Thank what you. About any of your contemporaries in school? Were they anybody else read it that you? I don't know. I mean, you're talking to a book nerd, so I didn't really have many friends who read. It's like I—I I noped straight out to Star Wars right. books. Right. And other things. Huh. I'm not only judging my, a little bit. Yeah, my parents might have flipped out a little bit if I would have brought home books with those covers. That's fair. That's fair. What hmm. did you think of the movie? I actually enjoyed it. And we talked about it earlier. I didn't, I wasn't aware of the books. I don't know if it's a time, time gap thing, yeah. generation thing or what. My kids grew up, they were two, three years old. I can remember they'd be in bed and they had the TV VCR combo mm-hmm. thing in their and beg for uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. They had yeah. to go to sleep. They had to go to sleep to Freddy Krueger. Oh God! So I'm actually surprised. Brave that kids, I, <laughs> really brave kids. I'm, well, with their dad doing what he did, I I think they probably understood. But I don't know how that slipped <laughs> through the cracks. Other than I come from a really small town. Oh, oh so, where do you come from? McCook, Nebraska. Okay. So population. My parents lived there. My oh, dad right. grew up there. Oh, cool. I did. I was, yeah. I did Who's two your dad? Semesters of uh, Robert Bob Swanson. That, that was that me. was like Steve the worst Swanson time I've also. Ever had in my Steve Swanson says. <laughs> McCook was terrible to me. It was like, you know, good for you. What? <laughs> what? What? You were there? Yeah. Well, he went well everybody's there. from McCook. Well, what? Well, really? I'm not from McCook. I was two there for two semesters of college, but it's like oh. they're all in my business. It's like I'd be walking around and like the sh- the blinds would ruffle and it's like everyone's looking at me yeah. and it's like I get what home. What were you my, doing? Just a little black mask. It's nothing to wear. I was just walking around, and it's like uh, uh, burning his black candles. (laughs) When I got home, my aunt always knew where I'd been. It's like that's funny. No, that's that's just wrong. That's that is small town mentality. I dig. I understand, but it's like you know it. It rattled my cage. Mm. Well, (laughs) question: Did you go into the grocery store and like just like? begin any conversation with, you know, we're all going to die in 20 years, right? No. <laughs> That's what John's known for on the podcast. He's the I had not begun my sociological training. Okay. Course, so, so, but, but 
you're just gonna have a really stupid look on your face when it happens. So <laughs> no, I'll be like, one of the dead ones. So <laughs> yeah, so it won't matter. Well, you I, won't be able to laugh and say. I anthropologically, told you so. I'll tell you right now. That or I'll be one of the warlords, dead or a warlord. That's if, my goal. If you have to eat people, make sure you cook them well done. That's all <laughs> I got to say about that. And I think you'll feed a, a family of ten. I mean, have you? Seen, there's got to be some good marbling there here. There is. There is. There's, that's a roast. So, that's slow different. roast me. Give slow me roast. Carrots and potatoes. Fall num, apart. Num, num, num. Fall apart. That's all I'm great. saying. Seth just asked if you're going to cannibalize him. You do it right. You don't waste this shit. Use garlic salt, the finest herbs. That's right. Local organic. I mean, you're not going to be there. You're not going to care. No. Right. Right. I want to know I had a good effect on the world after after I'm gone. Exactly. Someone should remember me for something. I will remember you as quite tasty, sir. I will. Now, as long as we're on such a disgusting topic, you mentioned that there was something in the book that made you squeamish. Not necessarily this book. I've had things do that to me, but not necessarily here. What happened with the book, though, is after six months... I saved one section. It was skin infections. Okay. And I saved that till the very end to edit. And I was pretty good through everything, and it didn't really bother me. But when I got to these weepy, grody, swollen, pussy, grody things, then I had... (laughs) (laughs) Calm down, Linda. Our producer just just had an episode. She may have thrown up slightly in her mouth. Um, So that came in... Those came in small editing. Because I first I'd have to take the image, I'd have to resize the image and do it the right, you know, the 300, the resolution 300. And so I'm constantly zooming in and out and... I've got these just awful things in my face. That section took the longest. You know, they say there's something instinctively, like, to the DNA level that uh, makes us afraid of infection and, you know, skin things Well, because like it killed you. Exactly. Like, I mean, for like, most of history... Well, yeah. probably not you. Yeah, true. An infection no. is death. But it's, an, like... but it's an instinct. It's an instinct to, you see this, you run the fuck away. Yeah, and yeah. It just I definitely had that. Feeling. And I and the one thing that I kept thinking was, what does this smell like? And that's what I think. That's oh, what no. I think that may have been another big part of why I struggled with that section is because I just was imagining. Yeah, Couldn't right. stop. Yeah. Yeah. but I got through it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So there's one picture, and that's it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and at, editing months. is it scratch and stuff? <laughs> no. oh. Editing is hard, too but soon. I don't know that my is editing is that soon? hard. Right. I don't know, man. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I had a like a like these mixed feelings about the movie because Guillermo del Toro, I trust him. Mm-hmm. I know he'd do the best he can, but obviously there was a lot of other cooks in the kitchen when you look at the screenplay because it wasn't just him who wrote the screenplay. There was several other people who did and signed off on it because I think he would have taken a lot darker ending mm. personally. Spoiler mm. oh, alert. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying. But um, like because what's point about a lot of these stories there's not a happy ending like life fucking happens dark things happen sure. i mean i don't know if i'd say life happens no but i think that's like a lot of, a lot of ghost stories and things like that is preparing you for the reality of the darkness of life, life. Yeah. and and it's true life there, doesn't always have happy there's endings. no way to get those two boys back right i think is how Guillermo del toro would have written it sure. that that yeah. no they're gone mm-hmm. it's because that's just the but way but i it think goes. they wanted to have a because and that's what i couldn't figure out is that maybe yeah this book 
or the movie had some dark elements in it. Uh, I think they spent a lot of their budget on the little tidy Dorto, the last creature that I'm that I'm oh, totally yeah. messing up. Well, <laughs> tidy because that was like I remember it the being one that came down the chimney and the parts. one in parts. Yeah, because I was saying the phrase. Yeah, so. because I remember that graphic what from the, the phrase. Does the phrase have any meaning? Yeah, I don't remember. It's the his, it's it's the name of the story, and like it's in here. Well, like, yeah, yeah, but and, and does that have any meaning other than just a thing? But that... I I feel like it was supposed to be ultimately what it became was like an introduction to draw in younger audiences of the glories of horror movies. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It it wasn't. It was safe by the end of it, mm-hmm. and the, I mean mm-hmm. it was great. I appreciate the the ode they did to the artwork, mm-hmm. especially yeah, the really the good. the white woman with the oh, black eyes. Oh goodness, yeah, yeah man. Oh, oh, ah. ah. But the 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 creature that came down the chimney, that was a very good ode to that and to the artwork and. Um, whoo. Right. I, yeah. And is the cover? Is that the Who Ate My Toe? Uh, no, no, oh, the, the Who Ate My that. Toe uh, was actually a male ghost, oh, okay. ultimately. But it, it had a twisted boy. See, they, oh, did, okay. they did a good job with that story because that was one where you know there's a jump scare coming. You know there's a jump scare yeah. But it doesn't come so, where you think it's going to yeah. come. Yeah, right. and I was like, I know there's a jump scare, <laughs> jump scare coming. I'm not going to be scared by it. It's going to happen now. Nope. <laughs> It's gonna happen now. <laughs> There's a jump scare coming. It's gonna happen now. Oh God! They still got me. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah. I agree. I that 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 is that was craftsmanship right there. I'm sitting there thinking that right kid there. crawled up from under the bed way too soon. Oh yeah. If it was me, I probably would have slept under there, waited till morning. Yeah, I didn't. I and that wouldn't have helped yeah. you. Exactly. Nope. Not was, in a little bit. I have a soft spot in my heart for zombies. Good zombies. Yes. Really yeah, good yeah. zombies. And I really liked. I really liked that the, that was shot for some such a distance from coming down the hallway and mm-hmm. oh, it yeah. really looked it really looked good. So yeah. what's your favorite kind of zombie then? As far as like fast moving, slow fast moving, slow what do you virus, think the real zombie undead. is? Here's the thing. I like I'm sort of old school, so I like a slow makes shambling sense to me. Shambling zombie. slow zombie. Makes sense. Yeah. Fast zombies scare the shit out of me. Like, I, oh, like that. If yeah. I'm in, those terrify me. But I really that? like the the old ones have been rotted for right. a while and yeah. they're struggling. And to, those are the ones mm-hmm. I really like. Because then I feel like I got a chance. Yeah. Those fast moving ones, I'm just gonna die. What right. I uh, really liked about the new Dawn of the Dead mm-hmm. in the mall was that they actually used real amputees mm-hmm. for a lot of those oh, running scenes. Really? Yeah, they gave them roles because like people who already had missing limbs yeah. and set them up. I that's thought that was idea. great. Yeah, yeah. That's, really, that's fun when those guys get some work. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Huh. But okay. um what I what I really appreciate cuz the book is a lot about folklore but also songs. People don't understand like how macabre <laughs> songs during the 1800s and mm-hmm. the Victorian era were. Mm-hmm. And that and I knew because, like, what he included was actually in his original books was the the musical notes. So if you wanted to sit at a piano and play the music While of the you old were folk, telling the story or something, yeah, like like he had the songs in that when she played the music box, that was actually oh. one of the songs. Like you will be the next to die. That was one of the songs listed, I believe, in the first book. Oh, I told Linda as we left the theater, I said, "Great, now I'm going to have to find that music." <laughs> oh goodness! <That's> a prop. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like 
Once you learn what it's talking about, Ring Around the Rosie. Yeah. Oh, or London never, Bridge is Falling can, Down. Yeah, you can never hear it the same way again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fun when you figure those things out. That's the toe. The big toe, yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't, and actually the, the that gender. That is a creepy drawing. The gender of the ghost may never have actually been revealed, but it was definitely more of like a, it was cool because like you had these, Store, uh, me, Tai, Doty, Walker. Okay. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. Me, Tai, Doty, Walker. And I wanted to figure out if that had any significance or if it was just a random That's string of is words. Is it like a like Rain Man when? Yeah. When it start when you start either saying it faster or slower, it makes sense. I wonder right. if it's something like that. But that that was a that was a freaking creepy zombie there. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. No, and that's just it. It's like it's meant to be a jump scare when you're telling it. Because that was what was so great. What I remember the most about these stories is me and my cousins sitting in a dark closet with a flashlight. Oh, wow. Telling each other these stories. Like, you holding. are way more metal That's than awesome. I was when I was a kid. <laughs> Dude, way more like metal. pre-middle school. So we, like, we yeah. would tell each other, and we actually got in trouble for this. Like, my grandmother, who is uh, very Catholic and Hispanic... <laughs> Snatched us, and I was the terrible influence. Snatched us out of the closet and was like, summoning the <laughs> devil. Yeah, basically, like it, it was that level. Um, because I mean that, but that I think that and that just, had zero effect on you, didn't it? Made it worse. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Seth. I mean, it's, it's not like, like it's I'm like violent or anything. Where the more you tell somebody don't do something, the more they want to do it. Yeah. Jenna was <laughs> Jenna was just like, this is me now. <laughs> but like uh so i mean but music music being what it is to draw people together right. like that's it's even more haunting that way oh yeah you play something you play the right song in the right key and it goes from happy to creepiest thing you've ever heard mm -hmm. no i mean and that's what it is it's and then have little kids sing it <laughs> yeah. right. um that makes me think lost boys the theme song of The Lost Boys, mm -hmm. which has a child choir to it. Mm. Which, uh, if you've never seen Lost Boys, how dare you? That's weird. How dare you? Yeah. Uh, but go see it because it's the best vampire movie probably ever. I mean, it at least ties with um, Fright Night and Dracula, mm. the Gary Oldman version. Gosh, I hold Fright Night above all those. That's fair. That's fair. But I still put them in that group. Yeah. I mean, it was a lot of different things what they were doing with Lost Boys, mm -hmm. and uh, very good. Yes, and it was, yeah, Kiefer Sutherland. I mean, come on, come on, it. Yeah. Nice. Tell us more, Jenna. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I can. <laughs> Do you want to There's no rating on this podcast no. anymore. Why not? Uh, because I don't want to see the people I love die around me. I'm I'm a werewolf. It's the native blood. I can't. Uh... can't help it. What can you do? Yeah. You're a weird yeah. cat. Do werewolves die? Uh, yes. Sure they do. They're yeah. not immortal. You're like sure they do. Like, yeah, like yeah. you know. Well, I know well, these so things. <laughs> it's my job. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> do they really stuff. die, though? They've got a good healing factor. What a werewolf age. I don't. Uh, I, I imagine they would age very slowly, like a Wolverine effect yeah. from X Men. But they would still die. <laughs> Adi's waving over there. <laughs> Did Adi just out himself as a yeah. werewolf? He's like 400. Oh, I, I, oh. Old man Logan. Right, yeah. right. 
He did an old man Logan comic. But I do nice. love the vampire mythos. Like I've I've oh man, I've I've definitely obsessed over ghost stories and things like that since fourth grade. Uh, the my gateway, and I actually do remember my gateway book, which was "Wait Till Helen Comes" by Mary Downing Hahn, mm-hmm. and it was this very well done ghost story about a blended family, and the uh, the sister who now had a new little sister she didn't really want ends up befriend, befriending a ghost that, that accident really familiar that accidentally me. had killed herself by running into a pond because the rest of her family died in a fire mm-hmm. it was a very well done ghost story and i'm like i need to read all the ghost stories now right and then of course living in oklahoma like podunk oklahoma okay oklahoma okay a y that's how podunk it was <laughs> um yeah there was oh. a lot of interesting little folk tales yeah, yeah. so i have never been a horror movie just has never been part of my nerd makeup. And then I marry my wife, Katie. Who loves who ghost stories. Who loves horror movies. <laughs> so I've been absorbing a lot of horror movies mm-hmm. over the past few years. The ones that really, really get me are kind of the home invasion stories. Yeah. I... The ones that are, like, much more real life. Yeah. Although I have always been a kind of... Had a low-key obsession with serial killers, but... Ugh. Author, uh, what 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 are what is uh what's are there any horror movies that get you anymore? When the ghost genre first came out, mm-hmm. I really loved a really good ghost story. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of off that they've kind of oversaturated, and it's yeah. always the same story: find the body, put the you know body to rest, and then oh guess what that wasn't the end. And so I'm kind of over ghost stories, but uh, uh, I lived through slashers. Let's see, mm-hmm. being a kid of the '80s, that's all we had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me think, what do I really like now? I think I'm sort of back to the classics. I think I'm, you know, werewolves, vampires. Yeah. You know, I think I'm kind of heading back in that. In that I, I love know, those. I actually love to watch Star Trek, the original series, because it predates the special effects. And you get to see them acting. It's like, there's no alien spaceship there. You just see them, oh. you know, like, <laughs> like reacting. Do you like the oldies now? Because you know that they can't really CGI it. They have to actually do it. Right. That kind of... I've been looking for a segue to, to brag on myself about the movie that I was talking about. Oh, yeah. Oh, about yeah. The do, do. That yeah. sort of kind of brings Please me back do. to that. So being in this... To answer your question, yes. Um, so like being how, in this... In, what's that? Go ahead. Like House on Haunted Hill, Vincent Price, the things that they used to have yeah. to do so much. Ooh, Either you yeah. didn't show it, you just did reactions, mm-hmm. or you puppeteered the fuck out of that. Right, exactly. So working on all these films, and, and it's the film industry has, has dictated this, you have to show everything. Right. It's gotten mm-hmm. to that point that mm-hmm. you have to show Even if somebody gets their finger chopped off, you have to show it. Mm-hmm. Somebody gets their head chopped off, you have to show it. Show it. And, and that's fine. I mean, we get paid to do that stuff, so I'll do them yeah. all day. <laughs> but uh, what happens is, so I make one film per year uh, that plays at a, a film festival. And my thought was, I'm going to make a movie where the whole movie takes place in your head. Yeah. I'm going to give you just a little teeny bit. You're going to imagine the rest. Yeah. yeah. And what it was, was um, a girl had got kidnapped. It's, I, I really went basic, and it's not a very long movie. You just, when she's coming to, she's in the back of a Jeep. Okay. Yeah. She has a little eye hole through this potato sack that was on her head. Uh, we show the guy drag her out of the Jeep, drags her downstairs, and then he throws her into a closet. And then so the rest of the movie is basically 
there's a gap in the bottom of the door. It's about this wide. Oh, wow. And so she, if she lays her head down, she can see out of one eye. And so her field of vision is just this little square. Yeah. Yeah. And um, across the hallway is a door exactly like hers. And um, as, she's, as she's, at first it's just pitch black. And she hears uh, a girl crying. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she comes down and she looks through the, we shot it so that, you know, as she comes down, the camera comes down and you see yeah. the, the other door and you hear the crying. Mm-hmm. And then you hear the guy off in the background and he's like, you shut the fuck up or I'm going to come in there and, you know, I'll give you yeah. something to cry about. And she continues to cry. So then the next thing you see is just two boots come into the shot. The door opens, enough for you to see the girl in there. I, I think maybe she just had on some underwear and a ripped t-shirt. Uh-huh. And she was kind of up against the wall. And the door closes. Well, then you hear all the things that he's doing to yeah. her. But you don't mm-hmm. show it. Right. And it was just horrible. She's screaming. You can hear he's slapping around. He comes out, uh, basically says, you know, if you, if you cry again, I'm bringing the dogs in next time. Ooh. So uh, there's time passage. It goes back black. You think that the girl probably fell asleep. And then uh, she starts crying again. And the, the, the girl who's looking through the door is trying to talk under the crack of the door. And yeah. she's like, be, you know, shh, be quiet. He's going to come back if you don't stop crying. Uh, the girl's can, still crying. And the guy's had it. He's yeah. just like, this is, uh, I'm done. He comes down and um, he comes in. You see his two boots, but you see just barely the tip of a chainsaw. Just enough to know <sighs> that he has a chainsaw. Yeah. And um, kicks the door open. And, of course, the girl's scared to death now. Mm-hmm. Door closes, and you just hear him fire it. And you hear the chainsaw run on the other side of the door. She's screaming. He's going after her with the chainsaw. But then you hear a baby cry. So she had a baby with her in that room. Oh, you don't know that till the door closes. Yeah. You hear the baby crying. Well, now it's just, I've just got volumes crying, baby screaming, chainsaws <laughs> running. And, and that's what's so brilliant oh about that. Like, to me, because... I think what we can make in our brain is so much worse oh, yeah. than... I, yeah. Have you ever read Stephen King's uh, book on writing? Mm-mm. So he talks about that a lot and how in his writing, um, it's an interesting telepathic connection, but it's much better to, instead of trying to lay out every single detail and try and represent everything in your head to people, let them let it come to mm-hmm. them on their own. Like, yeah. like set it up. But let let it run on their own, and that's what, exactly what it sounds exactly. like you did. So so the door opens, he comes out, and it's a bloody bloody mess. You you just see it because the door opens and closes, just blood everywhere, chainsaw blood's dripping off of it. And he and he and he pivots, and you see the toes of the boots now pointing at, at her through this little crack. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And he takes a step forward. We show the doorknob, and there's a big scream. Um, but what happened was, the, the I don't know how many people were there, 150, 200 people were at the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And just all hell broke loose. Like it was, it was bad. Uh-huh. I almost got banned from the from the making any more movies. And then really, it was, it, it was in the horror really? movie block. Oh my what? god! They were mad that You're it didn't. Me. They were mad it didn't come with a warning. <laughs> wow! <laughs> there was just a ton wow. of hate mail that came back to the theater. You're kidding me. And I didn't show anything. Everything that they're mad about is yeah. what they envisioned. Right. Wow. And the reason is... I the reason I did that is because when I watch a horror movie, and I think it happens to everybody. And I'm just going to give this as an example because we, we've done it a hundred times. Somebody gets their head chopped off. Somebody gets their arm chopped off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the director has a vision of that. The special effects artist has a vision of that. They do it and they put it on the screen. But what happens instantly is in my mind, I think, 
Well, that's not what it looks like when you... Right. I don't think that's what it looks like when you chop an arm off. I'm out. Yeah. Right. And everybody's out. You yeah. can't show everything. You have... What right. I think in my head right. is is better. And everybody can oh, have yeah. their own movie in their head. Sure. You know, the axe comes down. Mm-hmm. The arm's there. The axe comes down. You cut away. Yeah. Everybody's looks different, but it's right. Yeah. You I show mean, it, and everybody has a different idea. Yeah. yeah. The monster's always scarier... Until you see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happens like, in everything. Yeah. Alien. Classic, classic horror movie. Like, we were talking about the chestburster scene earlier. Mm-hmm. That was a good time to kind of show that because it's just so good. But, like, the very first time you see the xenomorph, like, sneak up on, uh, I think it was the captain. Yeah. Uh, we watched it the other week. He's, he's, he sneaks up on the captain and it's very clearly just like a guy in a suit there. <laughs> and you're like, that's a guy in a suit. It was a whole lot. It was a whole lot scarier before you saw this guy go. Yeah. I know or so. um, Cabin in the Woods. Like I love oh, Cabin, Cabin in, in the, the Woods by Joss Whedon. Like mm-hmm. it's really fun. Super fun. But it's a very intelligent horror movie because it plays off all the tropes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it invests in these folklores, like, yeah, we're doing this because we got to please the Elder Gods, Cthulhu, and shit like that. And the worst feeling of that whole movie is, to me, in my mind, the hand at the end. Yeah. Had they not had the hand at the end that comes through and slams on the ground like some enormous giant. Because it could have been anything. I, I tentacled. I was expecting a tentacle. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you'd you know. have been happier with the tentacle. I am a child of anime, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've yeah. seen that hentai. I've Hello. seen that hentai. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I, I think that's it's only really failing. Mm-hmm. That and... Um, I think... So, uh, anyone who's seen it, seen it, so there's this uh, scene where you suddenly see them change directions going through the hallway. Because, like, the girl... We've just found out that one of the girls have had their head chopped off. They're in the house, and do we split up? Do we not split up? I, oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like there was an editing error that there was supposed to be a voice that whispers to them, we need to split up, mm-hmm. and they did. They forgot to put it in there. Uh, because then otherwise, why would you split why up? Why would you split up? Yeah. yeah, so I think that's why, that's the one, those are the only two things of that whole movie, which otherwise I think is very beautifully done. Dialogue, intelligence, joking humor, Mythology was great. See, now, you also mentioned that uh, Cabin in the Woods played on folklore. Yes. It's also like playing on folklore that we've made. Yes, because and that's what I think is the interesting point. Is like it's playing on like tropes and folklore and mythology that we've made. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, like just like here in like recent decades. Mm -hmm. And that's part of what I really enjoyed. But I mean, horror movies. Um, it's 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 interesting because I think everyone's got a certain genre they like. I uh, have a hard time with the slasher films as much, except for Halloween. For whatever re- for whatever reason, I love Michael Myers. I mm. think he's a great, interesting character of an evil that will not stop. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can't stand slasher films like Human on Human. Because I'm like, that shit really happens in the world. Like Saw, mm, I they even yeah. admit that like the second Saw, they take a lot of their inspiration from the Spanish Inquisition. Mm, and I'm really? Like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Like like a lot of um, a lot of the Saw, they take real medieval torture devices and purposely incorporate it as oh, inspiration. Cool. Yeah. Um, I've never seen Saw. I'm not. 
I'm not big on blood just for blood's sake. I like... Um, but I love monsters. I like monsters. I like monsters. I like ghosts. I like old yeah. gods. I thought Babadook... I mean, there was a lot of a hype around the Babadook, um, which is about, a, I think it's a mm-hmm. Russian Eastern folklore. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I like a good mythology. Mm-hmm. That was fun. See, yeah. See, that's why I said... I, th- I think everyone's kind of got a thing that gets them, mm-hmm. which is why, like, the home invasion horror movies. I don't, like... Watching those is really stressful for me because <laughs> that's what I'm afraid of. Mm-hmm. But I could watch slasher movies forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, like, monster movies. Those just don't get me. Uh, oh, God. Someone made... I can't remember what it's called now. But someone made a movie that was based around Herman Mudgett. Uh, the... He was a serial killer in Chicago. Oh. Oh, wow. I don't think I've heard the, of this movie. Around the turn of... Well, you shouldn't because it was terrible. Oh, oh. well then. And it was awful and it was stupid. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and they... Like, you could tell the creators thought it was good. And they tried really hard. But they got everything wrong in it. And I was just like... Well, no, I, think, I don't buy any of this. Well, I think movies... I, I don't believe this. Like the no. Zodiac. My mom is from California and she remembers the Zodiac Killer and people talking about it. Like, it was mm-hmm. a very scary time. Yeah. I'll bet For, movies yeah, about... Sure. I'll bet that. No, like, not yeah. even... Yeah, like, not even... Like, fuck the movie. Like, the reality, the reality. of living in yeah. that time right. when the Zodiac Killer was fucking murdering people. Right. And it could happen to anybody. Yeah. Any yeah. Or big, the Summer of Sam. Thank you for that, yeah. Bill. I'm a big thank you for that. Crime, yeah. uh, true crime guy. So I listen, I don't know how many true crime podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't yeah. Like hours. It's just all day it's murder and mayhem and, <laughs> and whatnot. But uh, yeah, so I, you know, all those stories are just, you know, crazy. So, so yeah, well, favorite podcast, murder podcast. Because I, I, I love the murder podcast. I have a couple, but my favorite is Sword and Scale. Sword and Scale. Sword and I'm gonna write. Really good. Great back backlog. It's oh. true crime based on some more modern day stuff. But oh. it's more like in the, the logo or the logo. The slogan is, uh, I, I can't remember now. It's something about the realist or the worst monsters are real people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh it's absolutely. Just, it's just these horrible stories of, of you know. People, uh, people, people, things, yeah, uh, people, people, yeah, people, people. That's not the right I phrase. I but. don't need any of that. <clears throat> I already have a low opinion of humanity. <laughs> and then, and then I some don't of them need a lower about. one. But yeah. some of the other ones I listen to talk about, you know, older cases and, and things like that. Yeah. But, yeah. But Sword and Scale is my favorite. If you want should, something that's. We should talk about some of the pictures. Oh, uh, sure. Oh, yeah. If you want to cut to the. Sword and Scale. Let's check. The things so, that you can do. Yeah. So the this things is that of the, you do, the work. The yeah, so serial killers, view the... this for inspiration. <laughs> so hey! we've got a, an axe oh. in the face of a young girl. <laughs> yep, this was a nudie cutie short film. <laughs> <laughs> it was shot in a bed and breakfast in St. Joe. Oh. Did they know? Oh, it was a couple hundred years old. Yeah, no, they did. We, we actually had the whole thing. They just said, okay. They, gave, they threw a bunch of money at it. You did said, boo? Yeah. Threw them a bunch of money and they said, here, you can just have the place. So we oh. shot there for three days. Um, but on this particular one, she's holding the axe. Oh. Really? really? Yeah, the whole entire shot is her holding the axe. So she falls onto the bed. And so you can either build a rig to hold an axe to somebody's face, but that's oh. next to impossible. Or, you know, you have the actress or actor do it. The idea is if I tried to hold that, 
Yeah. I could never match the angle and her speed. And sure. Oh. So if you the hold it yourself fall. and you press it against your face, you yeah, naturally. you move naturally. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, she falls into the shot holding the axe not particularly well. That exact scene was an homage. I asked him if we could put it in the film. Um, luckily, we get a lot of creative, mm-hmm. you know, influence on, or uh, creative ideas. So on this particular one, it's from the first Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, really? it's, oh. a, it's a shower. Yeah. The lady in, or the girl that's in the shower. Yeah. She turns around. And she's like, no. <laughs> and the next thing you know, she has an axe in her face, and she's sliding down the wall. The same thing. Oh. She's holding the axe off screen uh, as she's sliding down the wall. So that's an homage to. To Tom Savini and nice. Friday the 13th. Interesting. Let's see what we got next. Okay, that's a t-shirt. <laughs> that, okay. was in, that was in front of our church. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a bunch of guys, uh, people holding heads. Yep, that is the guy with the baseball hat's my brother. Ah, and okay. the girl next to him is This is my the brother niece. that you rolled around in the streets yeah, and exactly. covered in blood, okay? <laughs> so anyway... Um, he asked me, he said, hey, next time you come down, can you bring some of your props and things? We had a church event. I don't remember what it was or why. That's we a were, very interesting that, church event. <laughs> very weird, it's very weird I was even at a church, but it makes yeah. sense now that I had dead bodies. But anyway, uh, when the event was over, I brought him out to the car, and we're pulling body parts and heads out of the trunk. And <laughs> my niece, you could, I don't know if you can see in that picture, her face is very... Yeah, yeah, she's like, oh. She's very disgusted with... <laughs> Right. Uh, with the chopped off head. No, no. That was from a film called One More Time for the Camera. Was that particular? Oh, head? wow. Huh. All right. Ooh. Oh, that's awesome. That's, that was, oh. that's my wife. We just, I had built a cyber helmet and for just, actually, it was for Comic Con. I had two weeks to build a prop. That's gorgeous. Really? Yeah, wow. so super cool. So yeah. we threw together uh, two weeks. Yeah, it's built on a motorcycle helmet. So really, I could yeah, wear, I could I, wear that and ride down the street. Which I want to say, uh, your <laughs> wife badass. is gorgeous. Thank so, you. So like, well done, sir. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. I've always been really inspired by that photo, and we found it. Yeah, with, no, uh, it's, Andrew it's Barron took the photo. So did you make two different helmets for that? Nope. That's, or we're rep, we are. It's an homage to the painting on the oh the okay okay yeah. yeah it's a little different but it was definitely inspired by yeah you know even the clothing we yeah, got pretty close that's badass yeah. that is awesome huh all right uh let's see if you scroll way down i think we actually have okay. we actually have some video stuff of, of, of that and actually the one video clip i'm talking about did kind of get to me not shooting it if you see something you want to talk about to you stop but not shooting it, not doing the effect, but once they put sound to it. Is that yeah. kiss? Like, did you oh, do I didn't a do zombie that. kiss? Yeah, no, I didn't do that. That's just a picture I thought was super cool. No, That's what the cool. guy with the black forehead or black. Yeah. Oh, the, we were testing textures. Oh. So, That's what seems like it'd be a lot of fun too with what you do with the experimentation. Oh man, we test and we tested so much on one film, we spent their entire budget. Huh. So we oh, wait, wait, wait. What's, so we had what's to pay. the one at the top left there? This one? Yeah. Oh, we were at a con in California, and that girl came down the aisle where we were at, and I had to grab a picture of her. I yeah. thought that was amazing. Yeah. yeah but, she looks like a, for the people just listening, she's... Uh, like a sugar candy Oh, yeah, kind of. Skulls. I forget that people are yeah, actually kind of listening to this. It was a skull <laughs> for a face, and it uh, looks like... Oh, beautiful body paint coming off yeah. the top of the oh, skull. Yeah. I don't, wow. Maybe, they might be stripped pecan feathers. Yeah. See, that's what's amazing about cosplay for me. It's just like how good some All of these the people are. Exactly. When are you going to wear it's one of your own? Never, probably. <laughs> <laughs> never. 
No, I I'm good with I'm good with writing. I'm not good with coming up with things to Oh, oh what is teeth? What did you think of that? What's that? Hereditary. Oh, I loved Hereditary. That was that was really well done. It was really good. Woo! I don't know what that is. It's it was movie. a very well done horror movie. Yeah, it's really, like really it's good. it it gets to your nerves. It That's really does. I haven't seen Ooh. that one yet Ooh. because Ooh. I'm a big old pansy. You so are. this was for Ghoul Teeth. Ghoul? That was for the nudie cutie, the bed and breakfast. Oh really? It turns out the butler was a ghoul. Oh. And so uh, that was one of the that's the paint out, job we did yeah. on the teeth. Well, and it's one of those things that happens in B and B's. You got to right. be careful with the ghoul butler. Well, yeah. Oh, there he is down in the corner or on the side right there, lower left. That's yeah. sort of the paint job in in its process. I need to see it now because my favorite ghoul so oh, far wow. has been oh, nice. the sorority nice. ghouls. That is from creepy. Oh yeah. There was an episode <laughs> where. These guys were going into this house as dare, and it ends up that the sorority was a bunch of ghouls. Oh, cool. That sounds yeah. fun. That it sounds like fun. a fun change up on the trope. Oh, yeah. It was really well done. So that was probably Delivery. That was probably a six to, eight hour, six to eight hour paint job. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. I, 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 I got to give you the fist bump for that. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's not actually wearing it. In this particular, this is on a dummy head. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's why I was able to take eight. Job. I could take eight hours to paint it. <laughs> oh god! So when he showed up, we just stuck it on him, and I was ready to go. That's that's awesome. that's, that's, that's really very good. cool. Who who hired him? <laughs> like who who hires the ghoul butler? Oh, that middle one. <laughs> he had very good recommendations. Yeah, that's that's a fake head. The whole time I worked on that. Wow, really? I thought that. Oh yeah, uh, until I blew it up. Oh, you see that wow. actual person. The whole time I worked on it, it was in my shop, and then I kept it in my living room for a while. <laughs> so, yeah. The longer you look at it, you're like, she's going to open her eyes. I yeah. know yeah, she so, is going yeah. to open her eyes, and I'm going to lose my mind. I'm so, like, wait, did I for, work with that person? She definitely looks like a coworker. For the <laughs> audio, what we're looking at, like, on the screen right now is a super realistic yeah. human head. Yes. Just, like, sitting on a shelf. So with a gash. Like it's so realistic. Head. The but, way you yeah. ran the makeup was perfect. Thank well, you. well, how you put it is, it's like it looks like she's just going to open her eyes. Yeah. If I had something perfect. like that, I would so keep it in my refrigerator. <laughs> and then Linda would be like, came over. "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you so hard." <laughs> I think if you didn't see her, on, if you didn't see her on the yeah. mantle, I really no, think you would just. Real. Yeah. I think there's some step-by-step -step stuff in here too. Of, of no, because process. here's what's so cool about what you did. Um, so I just saw Whitney Cummings' mm -hmm. special on Netflix. Yes, mm -hmm. and she has actually, she had a, a robot made of her from the people who do sex oh, robots. Oh, those things. And what they that's, talk, not, that's completely different now from what I was thinking. But what she talks about is that what makes a human look real is the asymmetric yeah, level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the the nostrils on that head, they weren't symmetrical. They, they weren't on her. It, no, yeah. it looks... It oh, look, look at, look at yeah. that monster yeah. face right there. Look at that. So that was... Oh, that's a video. Good play. Yeah, we had to make the mouth move on that particular one. Oh. Um. <laughs> That's awesome. So what that was, that was just something Seymour. that was playing on a TV in a movie. That, someone was so wearing that. So in the movie. No, I think they were just moving it. No, 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 look. Oh, there... it is someone is wearing it. Oh, yeah. shit. They are? No, it's on a, it's on a dummy head. Oh, okay. Never but mind. The, but that's playing in the background on a TV while the rest of the movie is going on. Huh. So it, the fake head actually is on this screen that you were on. I think it's in the middle. 
This is the one that sort of unnerved me a little bit. Where she's down the there. Down oh, the down here. I was good making that and doing the cast and everything was awesome. They added the sound effects and it's just, it's this part when that, when the knife goes in yeah. and he's sawing, they added oh, that wow. stupid sawing sound yeah. going through the, Oh, oh, you mean like uh, going wood sound? No, it, they, I don't know what they cut through, but... Content warning for YouTube, I guess. It really I guess. was... So much for your clear rating, sir. Oh, of, my clear rating's been sort dead of forever. Right the top. Hey, oh, so anyway. he's, like, threatening her yeah. with, the, sickle. with the sickle. But comes in with, with a surprise with knife. Mm -hmm. hey. It's like... Uh, you better stay still, or I'll cut you with this sickle, right. so oh, I can oh. cut you with this knife. So yeah. is this the this is the dummy head. Again. It is. Everybody wanted a picture with the. The dummy head. Oh, it's, it's, it's perfect. It's, it's absolutely yeah. perfect. What's funny is if you go Fair all enough. the way to the bottom, what? our very yeah. creeping us out. If you go to the bottom somewhere down there, is our very first fake head we had ever made. Ooh, I love this thing. Yeah, that was. Whoa. That was a slasher. That comes right at you. That was a slasher movie, also. What was that the cheerleader was, one? Yeah, so the girls are practicing cheering. Yeah. And the killer slips some acid somehow into the water supply. I don't know uh, how. And, and the un underground. The well, the underground sprinkler comes on. Oh. oh. Sprays all the cheerleaders. So this particular girl had reached up to her face, and as she pulls her hand down, her her face stretches out. And she oh! Pulls off. Pulls she pulls off this. Yeah, Holy pulls cow! Off. Yeah, that was pretty horrible. That was super fun. I mean, I know if I was in high school, I probably couldn't get enough of watching like cheerleaders get right. And this might be on. This <laughs> might be on Amazon too. Now that I think about. It. But anyway, back to what was I saying? Oh, our very first fake head. Oh yeah. So I go to the meeting. I keep going down. And so I've done special effects since oh, I was a little kid. Finger. I think I'm gonna. That's what the podcast name is gonna be. Our very first fake head. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so we've done a lot of smaller things for films, and this was a big money project. Oh, this wow. is the one where we spent all of our money on, on testing. But um, anyway, I go to the meeting, and I have my little notebook, and he's like, he's like, okay, I'm going to need this, 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 and I'm writing things. And he's like, I need you know, a tattoo cut off somebody. Uh, I need some skin peeled off somebody. I'm going to need a decapitation, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, and I That's need That's the a... weirdest grocery list. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, and I'm going to need a fake head. You know, that looks exactly like the actor for uh, close-up on screen. So yeah. I remember on paper I wrote, how the fuck do you make a fake hit? <laughs> I had no idea. So I, I'm agreeing to everything. I'm like, cool, definitely. We got it. No problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the movie we spent all of the budget on testing. Oh, to we come up spent, with the right hit. We spent $2,500 of our own money then. Oh, my. To, to make the, up. To do the special oh effects. Well, I mean, it was a learning experience. Yeah, and it turned out really yeah. good. But. No, it looks, it looks amazing. Oh, I love oh, that well, pitchfork. Can't think of a better tax deduction. Oh, wow. That, right? that is... He gets lifted in the air, actually. Holy cow. Now, is that... Yeah, so is for... Is that a real person? It is. Okay. So for the listeners, we're looking at a picture that looks like someone just got a pitchfork straight through the bottom of their neck, right through their head. Yeah. And as I'm describing it, Linda's just like going, nope. <laughs> nope, nope. So if I remember, he was squatted on a box, and so <sighs> this is the camera angle. So literally all he had to do was stand up. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like he's getting the... Oh, wow, that is... By the pitchfork. Nice. Ah, that's... It's the well, simplest effects that are the best. Everything effect. is so... And it's so... You believe what you see. Yeah. In some of the instances. And you see, like... Really, a lot of horror. <laughs> and I don't think people appreciate it. It's a uh, catharsis of 
things we're afraid of or this tension that we feel with, with society. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever era that the horror is happening in. Like The Purge. I think The Purge is a yeah, perfect, perfect example, example of a catharsis of a tension that people mm-hmm. feel. And they need to exercise it. And horror allows them to do that. And and I'm a little bit... Right, so what's going oh, on? Oh, God, that's Frida Kahlo shit right so there. So this girl, <laughs> this girl gets... This is a cheerleader camp movie. Oh, okay. She had a javelin that had gone through sort of her midsection, a little bit up from her pelvic But area. JJ... Yeah. It's up just a little bit from that. <laughs> yeah. I'll say it. I'll say it. <laughs> so that you, was... You said for JJ. Come on. Was, uh, that was fun to shoot, too, because they shot... They, that's two halves, obviously, by a rig, and you can see we're putting the rig together. So when they shot it getting pulled out, the camera was set high. Mm. So all she did was pull her pants down a little bit. You can't really tell, but it looks like sure. it gets sucked back. We nope. the long that, that's a big old nope right there. Nope. Uh, set the ah. out. Bye. A funny story with that javelin. Yeah. Uh, if funny he, story. If he, <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the show, man. I think he's right. Funny story with that javelin. (laughs) At the end of the movie, it turns out that the killer is wearing, well, not turns out, is wearing the mascot costume, which was a a panda, a panda costume, and the panda head was this giant Never trust those pandas. Oh, my God. It was a giant head, and they're shooting in the dark Uh at at this camp, and the scene was she had the javelin, and she's running, so the the person's running like this, and the javelin javelin panda's running this way. Yeah. And the idea was that the girl ran past the cameraman. The camera guy's watching it through the screen. She can see through the panda head. Oh. So she's running and running and running and running, not she, realizing. That the girl had stopped? Well, not realizing the camera guy was there. Oh. The camera guy thinks she can see him, so oh. he doesn't move. <laughs> Oh my lord, oh, she, no. hit, she hit the very center of the camera lens. Oh, no. oh god! Perfectly in the center. Oh god, no, the camera lens in his head! It, and it, oh, it put a dink in the camera. They had to switch out for a different oh, camera. No. Oh no! He thought she was going to miss him. She didn't know he was even there. Oh damn! Ding the camera. Wow. It had gone right through him, probably. Oh, wow. There's a good yes, video for, of it. For of those of you that are too. seeing the dog, it's our galactic driftwood dog. He's just... <laughs> I think we'll so, have to cut to that. Yeah. So I feel like we're probably getting a little a little late on time. Yeah, we probably. But yeah. Um, you've... We've oh, loved wow, everything look you've brought in tonight. Um, what projects are you working on now that you are absolutely in love with or just... Just putting out there, and and what should your new fans, hopefully seeing this, know about? Wow, those are you ask the best questions, and you ask a bunch of them all at once. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Jenna's got an ADD. What are we working on now? You know what? Actually, I've just gotten a bank of scripts, and it always starts out as script, and we we send up a, a itemized price list, and then the director producer they freak out. <laughs> and we trim the fad and things change and a lot of things happen off camera so I do have some really cool projects coming up um, there is Chills Down Your Spine is an anthology of about seven or eight movies ooh that looks good. that there sounds was, just from that good there was Chills Down Your Spine and the other one was Shivers Down Your Spine ooh. I think Shivers might be the new one mm. and what's cool is my wife is the wraparound so oh, like okay. in Tales from the Crypt you have the Crypt Keeper yeah so in these films Megan plays a genie Ooh. Who who comes out of the lamp and and she tells the story. 
Oh, Basically, t- she tells the stories to the guy that finds her in the lamp. Huh. In the second series, um, let me think how that happened. She has a twin sister. And so the twin sister, the same guy, nope, not true, sorry, a uh, slasher killer finds a lamp. Ooh. Actually mm-hmm. finds in the back of his toilet, of all things. <laughs> <laughs> he can't figure out why the toilet won't flush, and he takes the back off. There's a genie lamp in there. Rubs it, and it's really? Meg again, but she's playing her younger twin sister. Yeah. Hmm. And so then she's t- the guy ties her up to a rack and is about to kill her. And she's like, wait a minute. You like stories? And somehow convinces Kind of like Scheherazade. She's it's trying, like a modern Scheherazade. She's buying time. So sure. that's where these what stories are coming from. What did you say? Scheherazade. Okay. Well, no, you said like two different things. No, it's a modern Scheherazade. Okay. So Scheherazade is the storyteller of A Thousand Arabian Nights no, no, to I, her I, husband I, to make sure she doesn't get murdered. Yes, no, basically, yes, yes. exactly right. Yeah. So, but anyway, I get a play. I get to play the killer that ties her up. Oh, so that's fun. super fun. I've had a few acting gigs that have come up. Hey, hey, <laughs> not very good, but nice. Oh, I doubt that. <laughs> All right, so where can we find your past projects? That's a great question. I made a list of those, and I, there's a I don't know how many films we must work on feature, features and shorts. A lot of them are... Are you on IMDb shop- yet? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, thank God. So a lot of projects are out for shopping for distribution, so they haven't mm-hmm. been released yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I mentioned a few that were on Amazon right now. Uh, a lot of them are low budget, so they go straight to DVD, mm-hmm. and then they get sold at cons and conventions yeah. all over you know, all over the United States for, for things like that. So they're out there. And of course, I've got copies of all of them, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose if you contacted me, oh, I love that one up in the corner of the smash tray. Yeah, no, that's that's woo. Wow. That's that's well, intense. okay. Yeah, is that a real per- that looks like a real person wearing that. It is a real person, and you have what's really great about our contract is I get last say on all angles and. Shots. Good for you. Really? Yeah. Good well, for you. It's your work. Right. You should. And so, if you were to look at this from the side, this particular prosthetic sticks way out. Oh, so, so you could tell, yeah, because you, it looks like it's deep in there. Right. If you shot it from the side, you, it looks weird because she's yeah. way out here. Yeah. So if the angle's right, that she was actually just chilling on the couch in that particular point. So but two, <laughs> two chilling on your couch. friends. Right. Said, exactly. Yeah. So this one, I don't remember if an axe had split her right down the middle, and I, it was fun to kind of <laughs> offset her teeth. And yeah. Linda's yeah. face right now is great. <laughs> <laughs> There's yeah. some chunks and things going on. And you thought you that's thought Game of Thrones was bad, Linda. <laughs> All right. You don't so, even know. That's okay. It's like looking at pictures of my babies. I know. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what's your what, what's uh, what's the best place to find find what you're uh, working on your social media, Instagram? Oh, yeah. Look at your Instagram right, right now. Uh, what's that? It's it's long. It is wet works. It's all one big long word. Well, we can put works, it up on the screen. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Wet works, SFX Studios. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe. Yep. Yep. What works? SFX Studios. Mm-hmm. So follow yeah, that screen now. And I don't know why we post as much as we do on Instagram. I think just because it's more narrowed down to just that. Where I think yeah. on Facebook you get so many things. Yeah, going yeah. On it's that, a very visual art. That you mm-hmm. have, yeah. So yeah. So I don't know. If, I don't even know if that's the right reason or why we do that. But we do a lot of more here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go to our Facebook page, which I think is the exact same thing, What yeah. Works SFX Studios. Uh, you still see a lot of the same images, but there may be some that you don't yeah. get. And I think there might not be as many video, uh, many videos on there as well. But All right. So, yeah. But, uh, find them on uh, Wetworks. FF. F. 
XS Studio. You are cut off, sir. Sir, you are cut off. Sean, you're cut off. You know what? You know what, Bill? No. Just why? Why you gotta be like that, Bill? So, um, Sean, right now, as you bring up your license. You know, to start the show off, you brought your inspiration of Halloween. Uh, what do you look forward to here in Omaha? Like, what do you think is really... Who does Halloween really good here in Omaha? Either uh, haunted houses, or who should we bring a uh, highlight that we should check out for Halloween this season here in all right. uh, Omaha Council Bluffs? I've checked them all out. Yeah. yeah. And the one I find myself going to the most, if you want a family experience, it is, oh gosh, what is it? I just said that. It's off Giles and... Oh, yeah. Um, it's way out there. Manor? No. No, no. It's uh, if off Giles, scary the, the scary, scary acres. acres. Yeah. That's super fun for your family. I love yeah. taking my kids there and my grandkids when they come. I love the big bonfires mm-hmm. and they got multiple attractions. You can have s'mores and that stuff. Yeah. But really the one I find myself right, going yeah. to, uh, if I want to be scared or I'm taking somebody I want to be scared, yeah. it is the one at Mangelson's. Oh, really? Shadow's Edge. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That one seems to be the one I go to the most. Really? Because, so. you know, I, I I drive by that one, but it's just something about it being, being in the Mangelson parking mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. I, I, don't, you know, I, I went there once, like, four years ago, and it was good. No, I get it. I totally agree. I know what you're saying. But it's good. It's really good. Yeah. You forget you're in a parking lot at Mangelson's. Really? Is that out by, like, 120th and Giles? It is 84th and uh, the interstate. There's yeah. actually a gravel road, isn't there, at that By point? La Casa out there. Oh, wait a minute. Which one did we go back to? I thought we were talking about Shadow's Edge again. No, yeah, uh, there's the Mangelsons, but then there's the Scary Acres. Oh, the yeah, scary Acres. Yeah, there's a dirt road to that one. You're right. Yeah. Way out. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Yeah. So I think a good maybe ending question would be, what is, like, for everyone, is just, uh, what is your absolute favorite horror movie? Oh, God, how dare you? <laughs> you should make me last. Right? No, make me last. Go ahead. I, I'm going to uh, say Alien. Alien? Yeah. I mean, that's a classic. Because it kind of checks all my boxes, because oh. it's, uh, it's a, a classic alien. Uh, it's uh, science fiction. It's out in space. It's on a ship, and you're just kind of, mm-hmm. really, you've got nowhere to run to. Right. In you space? Yeah, I mean, there's nowhere to run to, right? You're on a ship, you're you're trapped. Well, in space, yeah, so what no, are you one, gonna do? no one can hear you scream. Mm. Isn't right. that the tagline for that one? Uh, yes, yeah. No, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. to change gears real quick, are you watching, is it called Another Life? Yes, I watched that with uh, Katie Sackhoff. Yeah, did That's you like it? Tula um, doesn't love Katie Sackhoff. I didn't. I like Katie it's, Sackhoff. It's, it's I like very her a lot. good in it, mm-hmm. but um, it just didn't strike me as being... Plausible because the the whole plot of it is they send this ship off to this faraway star mm-hmm. to find this. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, watch all thing. Yeah, and I just didn't think the way the crew behaved. It just seemed too. They were they were just or, exactly. or people yeah. that were supposed to yeah. be going the best you know, of the best. Yeah, to yeah. save yeah. humanity, right? Yeah, and they were whiny such, brats. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't mean to go off topic. It no. made no, me think no, of that no, when you no. said it. <laughs> yeah. Right. You I'm trying to make your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Complain. We like to complain. So <laughs> yeah. please let us. Yeah. All right. So, Seth? Okay. So, I think my f- like favorite, the one that really gets to me is a movie called Hush. Ooh. And it is about a deaf woman. Yeah. I've heard of that one. Uh, who oh, is... Oh, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's about a deaf woman who 
has a serial killer after her. And, like, so much of the movie, she doesn't know that the serial killer is there because he figures out that she can't hear him. And so you've got a lot of scenes of him just, like, screwing with her. And, like I said, what really gets me is, the like, the home invasion thing. Yeah. And so that was just, like, high stress. It's what I think of when I think of horror movies. It's just, like, something that just, like, sets me on edge. And yeah, that's that's mine. And I think you can find it on Netflix. Or that's one thing that's not where we got that's right. The home invasion thing is now so many people don't have home phones anymore. You can't have the killer in the house calling you from within oh, the yeah. house. From upstairs. Oh, like yeah. uh, Black Christmas. Yeah. Is that the one? I think oh, it I is. I think Black Christmas was the original. The kill. Oh. Get out of the house. The killer yeah. is calling you from inside the house. Uh, or something like. the call and it's coming yeah. from inside the house. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's I'm, I'm pretty sure the Black Christmas is the original one of that. Huh. All right. So. All right, oh, God. We How dare you? We were supposed to save her for last. You know, we've but, still got um, a couple people. It left. may be cheating. Tales from the Crypt. Okay. The movies or the series? The series. Yeah. Oh, my God, the series. I mean, the movies were fun, like Bordello Blood. Mm-hmm. Super fun, that one. Um, and uh, Demon Knight. Demon Knight's good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with William Hurt and um, what's-his-face. Zane. Was yeah. Billy Zane. Billy Zane. He did a very good demon. He was great in that movie. He, like, he was really well done. But uh, uh, just Tales from the Crypt, it was all these amazing stories. And the fact, I love the comic series because Stephen King used to contribute so much to those. Oh, that's neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a Crypt Keeper or whatever it was. Whatever the comic yeah, series the was, yeah, Stephen King used to, that was one of his early breaks, was uh, contributing to yeah, that. Huh. And that's why when they did the, uh, I forget what movie it was, the like specific name, he was... He ended up in it as one of the actors. It was the sad death of some somebody is the name. Probably an author. And um, <laughs> what happened to him was he was like a farmer who like a alien thing, and oh, then creep show uh, with the yes, the yeah. creep show because the creep show used to be a comic series. Yep. The sad death of whoever and um, like this vine thing ended up killing him to death. Well, obviously did not. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I am. That's oh. I am slightly. Oh, shut up. We're killing him to death. That's the I am slightly under the influence. Yes, so, yes we've had three. But that's like, the best. Yeah. Killing him to death. But uh, yeah, no, that was that was. I just I love the root of all of that. Right. Tales from the Dark Side. No, I think that was Creep Show that they no, did. No, no, the, but did you watch? Oh yeah, that was my jam. Oh, tell me. I think I could probably still yeah. No, that the clown, too. the clown of the dude who was screwing the other dude's wife, and the puppet came to life and wait, was wait like, "What's yeah. up, dude?" Wait, wait, no. Rewind. <laughs> That's like some the clown thunder. of the dude yeah. who was. Screwing the other dude's wife? Yeah. yeah. That mm. sentence makes no yeah. sense. No, okay. Was it like but, a puppet clown? No, it's, no, it's, it's so like there Tropic was this, Thunder. There I'm was... a dude playing another dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was this clown puppet that ends Such up getting possessed by a, a guy who was murdered by a mafioso. And the guy who was murdered by the mafioso had been screwing the other dude's wife. Mm. And like... No, it was a, a whole intense thing. And he's like, gah, gah, gah. <laughs> as the clown puppet. You're like, ah! Okay. I, I didn't right. have time to write Pinocchio. So it's like. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, so everyone watching the video right yeah, now, this is directed right at John. Oh, because it's after right dark. It's the clear episode. rating, man. The clear rating. It's, it's gone. Like, it was fucked. It's yeah. gone. It no fun. one believes right. this is well, water ben, anymore. We'll save Benito for last, John, horror movie. Well, I was going to say Aliens because... No, because that's a fun one. Well, that's so fun. Well, well, no, Aliens is like Alien with personality. I I, I felt that the, the crew of Alien was a little lacking. I, it was the way it was shot. But, but, but who doesn't really... love What's-His-Face Bean? Who? Sean Bean? No, um... He was the actor who played Hicks in Alien. Oh, oh yeah. No, I love him. Yeah. No, he's yeah. amazing. Like, anything he does from Terminator yeah. to fucking Tombstone... Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Well, he takes you there. Wherever yeah. there is, he I takes you there. I love him. Yeah, but it's like I decided on Get Out because I really like what Jordan Peele's doing these days. And it's like Get Out. Oh, yeah. The, the, what was that? The Down Below? or wh- wh- Us? Us. No. No, Get Out. The first one. Yeah, Get yeah. Out was the first yeah. one. yeah. yeah. Hmm. Oh, like, the down, you mean where he went into Yeah, the, where, where she yeah. just like knocked him into That was the down yeah. below, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Right. Was like, it but was Us like, is but, in the same universe. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, no. Really? He, he confirmed that Us yeah. is in the same universe he's, he's as Get Out. He's making his own horror cinematic universe. Yeah, really yes. Oh, that's cool. Single that's clever. Yeah. yeah. That is cool. Jordan Peele like, is so good. I love him. The whole idea of being paralyzed in your own body while your body does whatever it wants to do. Yeah. Nah, well, <laughs> we don't want to play that. You know, like, I don't want anything to do with that. That's no. All right, so aliens for you. No, right. no, no. You said aliens. It was get out. Oh, oh get yeah. out. Gotcha. Yeah, Pinocchio, get it right. <laughs> All right, Benito. Well, I mentioned it earlier. It is Day of the Dead. Okay. Yeah. Nineteen eighty-four, mm. I believe. Mm. And it, the year I was would, born. Yeah. I, <laughs> none of this would be a reality if it hadn't been for that movie. Oh, nice. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. So it's put me where I am today. Awesome. Wonderful. And oh, I cool. still I still try to pull effects from that movie and reuse them. I learned a lot from that. You ever well, do a homage to it in any way? Everything oh, I imagine a lot is an homage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. so many things in that movie that we've yeah. that we've borrowed. Nice. Cool. So, well thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on awesome. Yeah, it was great. It. Let me yeah. brag a little and talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so well thank you all for watching. Uh, we'll see you next time when we'll have some more exciting uh, stuff going on. I don't know what it is yet, but we'll figure it out. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Oh, I do know what it is. House of Conundrum. Yes. Ooh, we are going yes. to do an escape room that is oh, Star fine. Trek themed. Yeah. We are gonna fail an escape room that is Star Trek themed. Can I be Kana <laughs> in the escape room? No, because I don't want you to kill me specifically. <laughs> You'd be a Klingon with a bat look. It's my D and D character. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, you guys oh, do yeah. a D&D show. Right. Yeah, I'd he, love to he, talk to well, He doesn't want anyone to play Which with Which, so. okay. last minute, uh, anything else you want to tell us about you that you're doing, like Go RPG? Go RPG is huge. Do we want to do that tight in yes. with this? Yes. No, tight in because it's you That's and it's so your baby. Than that. I mean, we could do a whole role-playing game episode later if you're into Go yeah, RPG. It's already shooting to be a two-parter. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a... It I mean... Really? <laughs> Linda's like, I'm tired of your shit. But so we know it's out there and we can maybe do this I'll again. I'll put it really quick. Yeah. I'll, I'll make it really quick. So yeah. Go RPGs is just, I got back into Dungeons and Dragons just this year. And the last time I played, I was 16. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do the math. I saw it, what, 30, yep. 33 years ago. And uh, I had just, I had missed it. Yeah. And I had some friends. I have a friend or a couple friends. <laughs> I contacted my two Bragging friends. Bragging about my two all friends. Those friends. Yeah. I just put the word out. I said, hey, I think I'm going to put a game together. 
Does anybody want to play? And everybody yeah, wanted to play. Yeah. We had ten people right. in our first group, Ooh, which was right. way too many. I knew they, yeah. I knew they'd weed themselves out. And uh, but yeah, we just jumped in with both feet. We built a beautiful game room. And nice. We started televising games. Yeah. And we've been oh going really? To... Dude, that's exactly Sweet. how Bill would start D and D too. Except he'd build all the game rooms, set up the cameras that's before what, we rolled our exactly first Exactly what we did. Yeah. We bought that's mics and we bought cameras. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. We're oh, did you, all of did our you, games are did you on. Will we do. this thing up. Get all all uh, Volcana and just like make videos of all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Sweet. we put sound systems in the table nice. so the table vibrates when you're playing. <laughs> oh, whoa! Nice. It's like it's like if we're gonna do this, nice. we're not doing the little grids. No, and, that and is awesome. We uh, went I'm... completely over the top. So then we got picked up to do live games at conventions. Mm-hmm. So we come in and we play in front of an audience, and Very so it's been cool. it grew so fast in just yeah. a few months. Oh. We exploded and. So yeah, maybe maybe another show. Sorry, well, what, super YouTube fun. Or, uh, they are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah really quick. Where can we find that? Because yeah. I love watching. D and D podcasts. We have and a D&D show. Videos. We have a show that's called D and D Just for Laughs. Okay. So it's a little bit more loose based. You know, instead of only getting to move six squares. Yeah. If you need to get somewhere and it's fifteen squares, you just go fifteen squares and you have your encounter. Right. Um, it, we still follow mostly the rules for the most mm-hmm. part. Yeah. But I mean enough to keep the people who do enjoy following the rules mm-hmm. entertained, and then sure. the adventures are just—we just go off on these weird. Uh-huh. And our dungeon master is—he uh, does some improv stuff, so he's got great voices, and he comes up with just these crazy scenarios. I'm trying to think how to get you there, YouTube-wise. Um, I'd have to look it up. Do uh, it. I think you—I think you can go. I think you can do Go RPGs. Let me look. I can look here too. This show's okay. gonna be five hours long. If I can find it, we can. Find it. <laughs> I would love to have you in to talk about uh, D&D and role-playing games sometime. Because uh, uh, Seth is actually my game master. Oh, cool. He's my dungeon master. Nice. Yep, yeah. we're playing Pathfinder. I'm a yeah, ter- cool. I'm a basically female version of Deadpool and yeah. uh, shifting. Fun. We're running, I'm running my clan through uh, Curse of Strahd right now. Oh, fun. But we didn't do the whole module where you start at level 1 and you finish at level 9. We did basically, they show up in Brovia. And make their way to the castle. Okay. So I didn't. These guys, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. I want to play uh, one campaign for ninety-seven. Pull that up. Is that it? Yeah. I am taking. Uh, I am taking them through a module right now, but I'm letting them kind of heavily customize it as they go through. Yeah. And it's. it's <laughs> we a, had one character fucked his way through victory for us. It was the, great. The it legend. Was great. I call it the legend of the monk who fucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's funny. Because, like, he should have been killed by this character, but he just... And it was good. I, I it le- was good. I, I, like, my... He rolled really well that night. My, my... What do you have to roll to get that? I, I will te- the best I will, roll. I will tell the story on on the podcast sometime, but we're probably running a little long. Suffice to a say, little, probably. we're looking at that in the back window, man. It's su- like we're way past. Suffice to say that, that so. I think, like, as a dungeon master, my uh, my kind of core policy is I try and tell my character, or I try and figure out ways that I can say yes to my players. Oh, I see what you're saying. That's, yeah. That's fun, for sure. And we have a Facebook page. It's the same thing. It's GoRPG right. and, and, and whatnot. We're getting ready to start a thing called Arena. Oh, never mind. I'll talk about it later. Maybe yes, we'll time. have you back. Sorry, I could yeah, keep no, going. No, no, it's okay. I'll have you back. It's been a great show. We appreciate having you on. Yeah, thank yeah, you for listening. Thank you for having me. It's been yeah. a blast. Yeah. yeah. 
So, all right. all right. Thank you all for watching. Tune in next time. We'll have the uh, exciting adventure at uh, House of Conundrum to talk about. So, yep. are you going to um, cosplay that one? Or? Nope. No. I'm going to be there with a lot of equipment. So. Me neither. I'm not cosplaying it either, surprisingly. I might yeah. bring my Batleth for Jenna, so in case somebody makes a Just false... as my cuddle buddy? Well, she's yes. going to kill me. You're going to have a No, you I love you, Seth. Yellow... He'll yeah. be there as Kana, and he'll yeah. kill me. Or, yeah, or my blue science yeah. Star Trek shirt, yeah. maybe. Cool. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, thank you all for watching. We'll see you next time. All right, bye! bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well. <laughs>